Episode 199, How to Prevent Burnout. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Almost 200 folks, welcome to the very best podcast in the world, your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Now, um, burnout is something I never really understood, and uh, here's why. My life's been this constant spin of, uh, I don't know this roller coaster ride let's put it that way you know had it's had its up and downs and you know look at it you know <laughs> look at the long-term chart of a stock or a share you know and uh, you'll see that there are ups and downs but generally it goes up and that's how my life has always been it's been chaotic uh, i learned loads by frequently changing professions uh, frequently changing hobbies, you know, frequently changing pretty much anything that was there. Although, you know, I always had my um, center of gravity, if you will, which has been my family. And um, burnout for me was this abstract concept of a first world problem, right? Uh, and the more, in the, in the better position the person that said they had burnout was, the more I thought of them as a loony. And um, then something interesting happened. I was on a project and uh, there was this lady uh, who I met and we became friendly. And she said that, you know, she had just come down or had returned to work uh, because she had a burnout. And due to the fact that we were quite friendly, uh, you know, we interchanged a lot of thoughts and she in particular, because, uh, she was an attorney by trade, but she was working for the company in their legal department. Um, she, uh, had three kids and raised them well, obviously, and, uh, was happily married for a number of years. Uh, and was a professional, well, more or less professional tennis player on the side. Uh, she was living the dream. She was living in a great house, uh, you know, with everything that life could give you. She was healthy, you know, beside the burnout and a variety of other things where you just slap your hands over your head and say, how in the hell can you get burnout? You know, and uh, as I said, you know, for me, this was always this abstract concept. So anyhow, um, many years later, uh, I came across this um, quote unquote strategy, which we're going to be discussing today. It's called the three R's strategy. But before we get in there, uh, let's do the housekeeping bit. 
number one, thoughts of my own, yada, yada, yada. Number two, sharing is caring. If you know someone that's, you know, suffering from burnout, for instance, you know, share this episode with them. Maybe it's a trigger to get professional help. And if you've been totally blown by this episode, share it with the world through your social media channels of choice. Much appreciated. Not as much by me, but, you know, maybe by the people that you're helping with this, you know, keep that in mind. You know, I can blab into the microphone into a void, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of the day, uh, nothing happens, but the more people you share this with, the more people will, uh, you know, kind of appreciate this show. So in that sense, that being said, uh, the three R's strategy, I didn't analyze it. Um, nor am I a, uh, psychologist. Uh, I've got ample training, uh, but you know, I never really qualified for anything to call myself that, you know, I have a very thorough understanding, uh, but not more than that. So if you think that, you know, after listening to this, you know, maybe you want to change something, you're attempting to go down the burnout cycle. And this show kind of, you know, triggers your, um, well, not necessarily triggers, but the solution approaches, there we go, that we have in here, uh, make you want to seek professional help because they're not, you know, they're not really packing the gear to get you out of it. Do so, please. This is an appeal, a very important one. From what I heard, there is no way, or it's very difficult. Let's put it that way. It's very difficult to get out of it yourself, by yourself, on your own. So seek professional help, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. Um, R1, the relationships, uh, which, you know, kind of boils down to that you, you know, need to have family and friends time, no, to prioritize family and friends time in your calendar first period, you know, anything that comes after that, be it, uh, business appointments, meetings, uh, be it, uh, anything else that you do, your hobbies or whatever you want to put them second, third, or a thousandth, whatever family and friends come first relationships matter. And that's insanely important to keep in mind because, uh, there's nothing more valuable than family. There's nothing, you know, as reliable than family and friends to get your back, to have your back or rather, uh, you know, in a sense where you can feel protected. You've got your second line of defense, you know, against all and anything external influence. So relationships are insanely important and call your friends regularly, you know, it's like stay in touch with them. Um, give them a call, see how they're doing, see if they need help. You know, how can you help people? That's like really an important question to ask everyone that you have around you. R2 or the second segment is recovery. 
this doesn't mean, you know, like recovery backup, which was the first thing that came to my mind. No, it's um, time to wind down at the end of the day. Uh, you know, we discussed yesterday the morning routine and how to maximize that. And, you know, this ironically is a very important part of the day, you know, so stop working two hours before bedtime, you know, to allow yourself to wind down, calm down, and so on and so forth, right? Because it's more, it's more of a process than you may think, you know, there are those, uh, you know, like my better half, as soon as she goes to bed, she's gone. And I've got the same thing because I have a few techniques that I use to fall asleep quickly, but I'll wake up frequently out of this, you know, going to sleep routine and taking my notebook and writing down about a gazillion things, which I want to do the next day or which may not slip my mind. And, um, that's okay. During this time, this is about, you know, watching action movies or series, you know, binging Netflix for an hour or two before you go to bed. That's not really winding down. It's about, you know, whatever suits your fancy, having a glass of whiskey or whatever, you know, just sitting in a chair, contemplating, reflecting on the day, journaling, contemplating your thoughts of the day, your achievements, what you can improve and so on and so forth. It's you time. That's what's really important. R3 or the third part, the third R in that sense is rest. Um, schedule the sleep you need every single night. And if you're like me, you know, I, I don't have a regular sleep cycle, right? Uh, more often than not, I'll go to bed at three, um, you know, and then get up if uh, uh, my better half leaves the house, you know, just to make sure that she leaves the house safety, safely, has everything on her, you know, to get a good start into the day. And then I'll go back to bed for a few hours and then wake up at around 11 and then, you know, start from there. However, I need my six to seven hours of sleep per day. And I get those despite the fact that they're not interconnected. You know, they're not uh, consecutive. They're interrupted by about an hour or two. And, uh, after that, I'll get the rest of my sleep but it works for me. And that's what's really insanely important. I know a lot of you are going to be stuck in this nine to five thing. So the repetitiveness of this resting cycle, resting routine is insanely important to maintain. And, uh, I know a lot of you fail. Um, and so do I <laughs> really a lot of times, but you know, since I've started taking time on how much I actually sleep, uh, I figured out that, you know, I'm doing better now because I've adjusted a lot of stuff in my life. So much though for the three R's strategy, which was, you know, R1 was a relationship, the relationships we have to look out for, you know, friends, family, and the calendar. R2 was a recovery phase, you know, during the day, it was stop working two hours before bedtime allow yourself to wind down. And R3 is the resting phase, you know, where you schedule the sleep you need every single night. <sighs> I hope <laughs> you know, that uh, that's going to take the edge off for you and prevent you from going down that obviously very devious spiral. Um, there are, of course, you know, other letters in the alphabet that you can use to 
get out of it, which is, you know, changes to your life and not, you know, doing the same thing for 45 years until you retire and then contemplate what the hell did I do with my life? But um, we're going to talk about that another time. So in that sense, may these three R's help you prevent burnout. Again, an appeal to all of you. If you feel that you're going down this burnout spiral, seek professional help. It's there and it works. I've seen it on this person that I introduced the show with. And in that sense, I hope you have a good rest of your Thursday. And uh, if you've already had that, have a good night. And we'll be in touch tomorrow for Exercise Friday. We're going to talk about positivity. See you, folks. Bye-bye.